G'day everyone, this is Rita Joyan and welcome to the Unbox Your Gear podcast, how to turn a passion into a profession. Today's episode, I want to speak to you specifically about those of you who are in corporate, those who are ready to leave their job and have been for a while, it's just been simmering up and it's now you're kind of at a crossroads where you need to make a decision and this is this this particular podcast episode has come directly from a conversation that I had just yesterday about someone asking me that they wanted to leave corporate and they wanted to find out what the best next step for them was going to be. And so here's how to know if you are ready to leave corporate or to ready to leave your current job or even your current business really and to move on to the next step. This person was saying to me that they're just waiting for something to trigger them at work, that they're waiting for something, if someone says something to them, if someone does something, if any small little thing happens that they're going to, you know, that will be a sign. Now, in other words, what's happening to this person is they're waiting for something, some, a manager's gonna say something, someone's gonna make a comment, and they're going to use that as a justification for themselves as to leaving their job. They're going to be, that's the reason why I'm going to leave it. So they're basically waiting for something to happen so it can justify to themselves, uh, give them a reason as to why they should leave their job. That thinking on its own is justification enough for you to now look for the next best thing. And I know that because many people who have left corporate, who have left their current jobs, have come to that crossroads where they were waiting for something to just not gel with them. They were waiting for something to just annoy them, frustrate them, irritate them, use that as an excuse and move on to the next thing. If that's where you are, don't wait for the final straw. Instead, use the focus to channel your energy, to really laser beam your energy onto the next thing. And here's what I mean by that. I took the person through the seven steps of how to find your passion. If you are listening to this, it's available. It is free. Go and download it. It's on unboxyourgift.com. And I'm only saying that because it helped the person. What this process will do, it will distance you from the noise. It will take away the distractions because there's so many things you could be doing or there could be so many things that you just have no idea what to do. It will allow you to go through a process of elimination and find what's specifically going to be right for you. So here's the thing. You and I, when we were born and when we journeyed through this world as three-year-olds, four-year-olds, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, we knew what we wanted to do. Yes, we did. There was a God-given gravitation towards things naturally. You may not have expressed it. You may not have articulated or communicated, this is what I want to do when I grow up, because it's not singing, dancing or acting. I mean, if someone's a singer, a dancer, an actor by five, six, seven, you know, people kind of notice that and they say, well, you should do this, you should do that. But other skills, there are so many talents, there are so many gifts, there are so many skill sets that don't necessarily get pointed out and, and we don't get told that that's a great thing to go and focus on when you get older to do something with that because it's not given attention or it's not acknowledged or it's not seen. But what I'm trying to get at by talking about how what you were doing in the ages four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten is that that was a very pivotal moment in your life. In that, what you naturally gravitated towards was already within you. It was God-given. And then what happened is as we got through or got into school, 
we got into the school curriculum, we got caught up with, as we had to be, how to get good grades, how to be able to please the teacher, how to write good essays, how to be able to get a good mark, to get into a good university, to go to and get a good job. And then once you get to a good job, that's the promised land. But the problem with the promised land is, and this is not at all underestimating the fact that at the moment with the COVID-19 happening, people have lost their jobs. I'm talking about people that are ready to move on to find something else. And sometimes when you've lost your job, that's the, that is a time to go and find, that's the time that you have to find what it is that you're good at and to now harness that. And so I was telling this person yesterday that what that person did as a kid is going to be a huge indicator of what they naturally gravitated to, but just life got in the way as life does for everyone. And they just need to go and revisit that because what you want to do what that thing is that lights you up is already within you. All this seven step process, this unbox your gifts process is doing is just, you know, culling out the noise, culling out the drama, culling out the excuses, culling it all out so you can just focus on you. Because if you go on social media, there is like a gazillion things you can do. There's a gazillion things that's gonna confuse you. What this is trying to do is just get you into your core and settle you with what's right for you versus looking at person A and person B on this feed and that feed and then comparing yourself because of what naturally happens. So if you're in a position in your profession, in your career, where you're ready to move on, and when I say that we're ready to move on could mean at any point, you know, a one day at the job, 10 years at a job, 20 years at a job, it makes no difference. The fact that you would wait for something to happen to trigger you to use that as an excuse to leave so that now I know I've got to leave, don't wait for that. You already know the fact that you're even looking or searching or feeling like you've got to wait to find an excuse to leave is evidence enough that you're ready to leave. So use that energy to look out what is my next best step. Is it going to be to another job, another career, another profession, and something completely brand spanking new, or maybe another division of what I'm doing, or starting something new, or starting an invention, whatever that may be, that's what you want to do, and you want to look at the seven steps. Now, let me just go through the seven steps so that you've got it for you in front of you. The first thing you want to do is look at, like I explained, what did you do as a kid? Three things that you enjoyed doing as a kid, and why? Why did you enjoy doing those activities? Because there are certain things that you did as a kid, that you enjoyed, you played with the trucks, you played cricket, or you played footy, or whatever it is that you did, and that's something that you enjoyed, you played with dolls, but you didn't do something different, like something else, you could have gone and played with the neighbor's kids, but you didn't do that, or whatever it was. There were certain activities that you chose that you enjoyed, why did you do them? What was it and why? The second question you wanna ask yourself is, well, what is it in terms of uh, hobbies, skills, and talents? What do I feel is my hobby, a skill, or a talent? And talent isn't just, like I said, singing, acting, dancing. Talent is a customer service. Talent is being able to resolve conflicts. Talent is being able to communicate very effectively. There are many talents. Don't just pigeonhole yourself into, oh, I don't have a talent. You do have talent. Don't think that someone needs to have said to you at one point in your life, oh, you're very good at X or you're very good at Y. Or you've got a talent for this. No one has to have said anything to you. You just feel that I'm, I'm okay at this. I'm pretty good at this. Okay. I haven't got the, the external um, clapping or encouragement. That, that's not what you're looking for. You're looking at what do you believe is your hobbies, your skill, or your talent. Three of them. 
And why do you enjoy? Why do you enjoy that hobby? Why do you enjoy that skill? Why do you enjoy that talent? Like, why is it that you do that? You can have one of each, you can have a mixture of them, you can have all of them as talents, you can have all of them as hobbies, whatever you want. But you have to write three things and the reasons why next to each. The third question that you wanna be able to ask yourself is people and professions. Who do I aspire to have a contribution like? Who do I aspire to have a contribution like? Why is that really important? Because the only reason why you and I seek fulfillment, the only reason why you and I seek to be able to do something bigger than ourselves in this world beyond self-interest is based on what do I wanna leave behind? Well, what do I want to give to the world? How do I want to leave the world better than how I found it? Even if it's through, if it's through a little bit, a medium bit, a lot, you know, whatever that might be. And by asking you, who do you aspire to have a contribution? Like, I want you to think about it. Is there anyone around you, whether you know personally or you know from afar, that you think I'd love to have an impact like them in the world? Or if there's nobody, then what kind of, you know, what kind of aspiration, what do you want to leave in the world? How is it that you want to leave the world? What kind of ways do you want to contribute to the world? And that speaks to the fulfillment you want to give. Another way of looking at it is if there is no one in particular and there's nothing that you can really think of that I want to contribute to, nothing's coming up for you, no problem. Ask yourself, what industry, what profession do I want to make a contribution in? You want to make a contribution in the fashion industry, in the education industry, in the textile industry. Like, what? where do you want to make, make a big impact in And when I say big impact, I'm just saying, where do you want to actually, because there's work, right? There's work and then there's work with impact, right? We can go and get a job and just, you know, click in, click out, clock in, clock out. And then there's work where it just feeds our soul. And that's where that third question is coming from. Where do you want to have a contribution in this world? Like, how do you want to be able to do that? So asking the questions of what did you do as a kid is talking about the very primary years of your life, elementary years of your life when, you know, you weren't forced to do certain things. You could have just had time out doing what you enjoyed. Hobby skills and talents is your current state, is what currently what occupies your time when you want to just be able to enjoy something. And then the third one, your aspiration, people and professions, that's speaking about your legacy, speaking about the fulfillment, the contribution that you want to leave. So asking these three questions and then the reasons why next to each is really important because the reasons why are more important than what you did as a kid, what your talent is or what your hobby is because your reasons why express your triggers. It expresses what moves you, what motivates you, what pushes you forward, what is allowing you to light you up. Your reasons why in the why column, that's why, where it'll be identified for you. Now, when you do these three questions, you will see a pattern emerge. You will see a pattern emerge from in the why column. You'll see words, you'll see phrases, you'll see emotions that are being repeated, but you may say them differently, but they, may, they sound the same, they mean the same thing. And in those why, there's a story that's being built and you will see what you've got to do it, okay? You've got to trust me, you've got to do this. And when you see it, when you see the story being built up of what triggers you, what moves you, then you'll see what you need in a profession to be able to really sustain you, fulfill you, financially because then you'll know what to go for versus I'll try this or I'll try that and see how I go and you could do that too but if you want something that just to just minimize the noise and just get cracking at it that's what I'd recommend that you do um, and if you want more information guys if you want more detail I did a 
episode on this. I dedicated two episodes. I believe it was episode two and episode three. Don't quote me on it, but episode two and episode three on this podcast, uh, how to take you through each and every one. And I break it down for you in a lot slower, a lot more digestible. But right now, I give it, I've given you the, the context of how this works and how it can be of benefit to you. Um, so if you want to listen to those episodes, if you want to see it in writing, if you want to see a video form of it, then unboxyourgift.com and then you can download it from there. It's free to find out what your passion is, uh, what lights you up. So I wanted to bring that to your attention, guys, in this episode because I feel it's, it's fundamentally important because once upon a time I used to think, you know, if we found what we were good at, if, or if we found a job, that's great. If you have a job, right, especially now with the current COVID-19, then that's a gift. It always has been. Having a job has always been a gift. But just like you can have, you can be okay in terms of your health or you can be really good in your health. You know what I mean? Like you don't have, you can, you can might be having a, taking up a couple of pills for your health, but if you worked a little on your diet and your exercise, maybe you could take those pills out of your regimen, out of your diet and just focus on just being steadily healthy, right? You know, there's always ways in which we can improve ourselves. And when you've taken out the, 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 the toxins from your body, that gives you better health. And then when you work on your health, it gets even better. It's the same with your mental state. And finding what you're good at, I believe, I truly believe is a necessity, just like it is having a good diet and exercise in our lives. Because you can exercise a lot, you can eat right, but if you're going to work and it's not filling you up, if it's not fulfilling you, then that's where the down, downward spiral comes and that's where you know, am I good enough? Am I enough? I'm not good for anything. And as you, you know, as you progress in life, you kind of doubt yourself more and more and more because when you were 18, when you were 19, when you were 20, when you were 21, you could have done anything. And then you kind of turn 28 and then 29 and then 30 and then, and then 35 and then it goes on. And then you kind of think, can I actually do something? Can I actually do that? I mean, oh, have I missed the boat? Am I, have, you know, you, that doubt like really takes takes a seat in the mind and to get rid of that doubt because it's nothing but a thought and a thought can be changed to get rid of that. It's really important that we, we are you know, just really curious about what it is that switches our light bulbs on in our mind because allowing ourselves to really seek our passion, seek what lights us up is, I think it's a, it's a fundamental thing. Like, and I actually wrote a, a mini article on LinkedIn and I said, if the school curriculum, if the school curriculum, instead of saying, okay, here's the subjects you've got to study, here's what's got to be covered in each subject, and here's how it's going to be examined, and here's how we're going to mark them. If, instead of doing that, if the school curriculum just started with each child, and I know this is a big ask, but, you know, bear with me. If the school curriculum started off with, what is each child good at? Like, can you imagine what, are, what do you naturally gravitate towards? What kind of work do you naturally gravitate towards? And once the child at six, seven is able to identify that, because we already know it at six, seven. Yes, we do. We all, it just gets taken out because we've got to get good with the, with the school curriculum, which is all about marks and grades and you know, making sure we please the teacher with grades and mark, being good enough that they give us a good mark. If we started off with, what is this individual good at? And then we said, okay, here are the subjects that's going to really allow you to deeply 
delve into this topic, this profession, this thing that you want to be able to do, this, this work, whether it's speaking, whether it's talking, whether it's writing, you know what I mean? And then that's how you could do the curriculum. The curriculum is tailored to the student's natural inclination. Then you would have a workforce of people that would be doing what they love. And it doesn't mean people will not be changing careers. Absolutely, people change, therefore they could change careers. That's just part of part of life. But what if we could just come out of the, the gate by focusing on things that we were really good at? That would create a different workforce, that would create a different level of confidence, that would create not a comparison-itis that we have in school, that school is all about comparison-itis, you know, what did you get, what did I get, uh, where are you in the grade, are you, you know, in the middle class or in the, the higher class, the lower class, you know, it's all about comparison. We take that comparison and we breed that throughout adulthood because we started when we were five years old learning how to compare ourselves because school said, this is the standard and if you're above, that's great. If you're below, okay. If you're in the middle and then you compare yourself. But really, Every individual has their own talent and you cannot compare that talent. I mean, you could probably compare a group of teachers because they're all doing the same thing. You could compare. But when people have different inclinations, different gravitation towards certain things, you cannot compare that. And so that's why you get people going into school and then going to the workforce who have an inferior mindset that they're not good enough, they're not enough. Uh, they've never, they've never, never were good at school. They were never good at X, never good at Y. When in fact... This thing, that, that thing, that God-given gift that they were given has just not been tapped into. And because it hasn't been tapped into, well, then how can you compare it with anything else other than doing what is being presented to you by an external force? And you've got to just make do with whatever that is. And that's the real deal of it. That's, that's what it's all about. So I wanted to just really dive into that topic, guys, because if you're in a place where you're waiting for an excuse, you're waiting for something to trigger you, you're waiting for something that is going to rub you the wrong way at work and you're just waiting for that so you can use that as an excuse so that now you can exit the job, the corporate world, wherever that is. Don't wait for that. that. That feeling you have of waiting for something to rub you the wrong way to use an excuse, that is a tall tale sign. That is a sign. Instead, use the energy towards finding what it is that you're good at and then making decisions based on that and making a plan to move forward based on what you want to do rather than just getting triggered, getting rubbed the wrong way and thinking, okay, now what do I do? Just go for the next job because I need a paycheck. You know what I mean? You're more prepared this way. So I hope that's helped, guys. If you've got any questions, as always, please email me, Rita at unboxyourgift.com. Leave a comment here um, as you're listening to this podcast and let me know if you've got any questions. I'm always happy to do live um, on-the-spot podcast sessions of how to help people find their passion if you'd like to be on the podcast and get have me to be able to unravel what you're good at be able to take you through the seven step process and do it on the podcast so that everyone else can through your story through your way of finding your passion and me assisting you in that someone else can see themselves in you and they can actually learn from that as well so if you'd like to be on the podcast and have me help you find your passion please let me know email me and we will get that sorted so that we can have you on a podcast Thank you so much, guys, for your time. I appreciate it wherever you are in the world, whatever you do. My advice to myself and to you is that life is a gift and together, let's unbox it. God bless.